All right. Thank you. All right. Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Randy Lindsay. I'm with MT4 Professional. I'm also a part of the Resilient Trader team. And uh, I'm here to do some uh, trade analysis for you. So let me know in the uh, webinar chat uh, what you want to look at, what you want to look for, uh, what you're interested in. I also have my uh, scanner platform up and ready to go. So I can look for any of the uh, Forex uh, or futures, uh, Bitcoin, uh, uh, worldwide type symbols, if you're interested in that. And uh, I use the MT4 or MT5 platform to do this because it has my rules set up to scan for a particular setup when everything looks bullish or bearish to me. It alerts me ahead of time, and then I can set up the trades whenever the S&P, the NASDAQ, the Dow the Russell all kind of look like they're starting to trend, then uh, I can also trade on my other platforms like the TD Ameritrade or Ninja Trader. So let me know what you're interested in, what you're, um, uh, you want me to give you some analysis on. I've been trading uh, for a long time um, and I've got a lot of experience. I can let you know what I think. Uh, I can show you what my charts tell me and uh, let's see, I wonder why this thing's this panel's right. In my there it goes. Okay. All right. So GameStop. <clears throat> All right. Um, what we're looking at here on the charts, um, um, you can see the uh, the red dots on my chart are trend indications, and it shows me the overall direction. Red is a downtrend, and uh, green is an uptrend, obviously. Uh, the lines and crosses above are my automatic trailing stop. So when I get into a trade, I will follow the trend in the direction of that, and then the automatic trailing stop will get me out if it hits or crosses above that. Uh, but it'll hold me into the trade while it's moving in that direction. What you see below here is volume. So I'm a volume trader, uh, price action and volume. Uh, so when I look at an, an anal and analyze a chart, I'm looking at it from a volume trading price price action trader perspective. So I'm looking all the colored bars that you see here are not colored based upon open, high, low and close. They're colored based upon the volume. So if you see a red bar, that means it's a lot of selling pressure on there. If you see a green bar, there's a lot of buying pressure on that bar. So when I'm going through my analysis, you can see what we're... I'm currently on a daily, a weekly, and a monthly longer time frame chart. So if you're interested in the analysis on a shorter time frame, let me know. I'll be glad to uh, look at that and give you a look there enough for, from that perspective. But right now on a daily, weekly, longer term, you can see the daily chart is in a uh, range. It's come up into overhead resistance. These are my supply and demand zone areas. So I've uh, calculated that these are displayed on the chart to show me where my highest probability support and resistance are. Um, sounds good, David. <clears throat> so um, I can expect a high probability that this is going to hold since it was created back at this point, held here, came right back up into this area. It's high probability it's going to hold and respond from it. And it and, uh, indeed did, came back down, tested it, failed, uh, got a lower high. And then we, we come right back down into uh, what we're looking for is support now. Now, this band here showing the support is here. I've got my automatic stops here for the lung, uh, but it also is showing me 1544 is, is the underlying support. So this looks like it's range bound between the low uh, of the year and uh, now the, uh, the, the new high, which it was not able to come back to that range. So we did break the overall downtrend on the most recent information that we got in from the uh, Santa Claus rally. 
Um, but on the weekly chart, we're just transitioning over into a bullish trend. And on the monthly chart, you can see it's still very negative bearish trend. So longer term, this is still very weak. Um, we're, we're not seeing any real bullish power or strength coming into this move. So I don't anticipate this coming back up anytime. It's probably going to continue to be weak. Um, it's going to stay below 18 or probably above 15 in there. <clears throat> S-A-N-M. I don't even know what that stock is. Uh, but from the charts, looks like it's pretty uh, choppy. Uh, probably, um, hmm, it's not that bad. Relatively low volume. Um, but from a daily perspective, looks like it's got had some uh, news and some reactions to that. It is currently range bound. Um, it is also looking at a weekly chart. We're looking at the same range. It tried to test back down and close below that low, but it rallied back up and is now in a the same supply demand support resistant range. The monthly chart is showing a downtrend, uh, but we have a nice buying volume coming in here, really big uh, volume spike here. Um, this is a potential reversal bar, but it was not confirmed. So this right here has some potential to start going back up again on the longer term, but I don't see it coming out anytime soon because I don't see any buying support coming from the weekly. I also do not see any buying support coming from the daily. The big bars in volume are coming from the sell side. And these, these are not exhaustion bars. These are actual um, demand uh, to the downside. So these are... Um, that's where you'd expect this chart to continue going. Uh, my mouse is the crosshair on the screen. If you don't see my mouse, that's because it's set up as a crosshair. The center of the crosshair is where I'm currently pointing. So that's what, where you want to be looking. My crosshair is the mouse. All right, so let me see here. BIWM, uh, okay. I might already have that up here, but I don't. I've got the Russell uh, Futures Index, but if you want to look at the IWM, we can look at that as well. The Russell ETF, Russell 2000 ETF. You can see we had a really nice uh, rally coming up into the end of last year, peaked out, uh, and then we started to correct down into this area. But the first week has shown some uh, pretty downside, but today's been pretty uh, up. So coming from this chart, we are still in a daily downtrend. We have a, an overhead uh, resistance area that has been designated 203 to 205. But we're looking for this to continue down to about a 187 based upon supply and demand zone trading. So looking at the current uh, volume, the volume is definitely heavy to the sell side and we don't see any power giving us any directional change. The weekly, however, is still showing an uptrend, which is strong. Uh, we broke out and came up with a close in to new highs. So that is an established uptrend. Uh, but um, it, it, it this is just following in line with this. So this is a shorter term correction based upon the longer term trend, which has very good volume support. And we have uh, a nice higher high formation on our <clears throat> longer term weekly chart. So that's good. That looks good um, overall for the long term. This has a good chance of returning to that. But you can see the uh, monthly chart has good increasing volume buy and has good power increasing coming up into that. So this also supports the potential for an increase in price over time. So if this doesn't hit the 187, it will form a new support at this level. It'll come back up and test this 203, 205 range. If it breaks 205, then we expect it to continue to 210. 
And that's where the next overhead resistance, you pull that out, you got a, a 208 to 212 range, which was previously formed uh, a long time ago, back uh, in uh, March of last year, March of 2022, actually, not of 23. So this is almost uh, almost two years ago that we're coming up into an overhead resistance area that um, has been established around that. All right. So uh, you'll have the same picture on the queues as well. I'll go ahead and pull those up. You're going to be seeing the same relative direction, your short-term correction in a longer-term trend, but the monthly on the Qs are showing the uh, strength coming up into that. So we have broken up into new highs, probably new all-time highs based upon the monthly. Pull that up, yeah. So um, so that's nice. Um, notice that the close was above the most recent high. So this, this is showing that after a short correction, there is... A, if volume still shows that support, we can expect to see this uh, this moving up. But you're, we're starting to see declining volume on a you know monthly basis, and we're not seeing a rise in power. So that tells me that we're going to be probably consolidating in this area. Shorter term weekly, we are in a nice weekly trend. Uh, we don't see volume increasing, but and we also don't see power increasing. So that gives us a higher high, lower high. That's a, a divergent uh, move, and that's not good for it continuing to go up. So we're getting uh, <clears throat> um, in, a, a negative increase in that direction. You're seeing the same thing on the daily. Here you're seeing a decreasing power, increasing price. Um, that's, uh, that's not going to last much longer. You're, it's telling us that we're going to be looking for a corrective move sometimes, even though we're, we're still in a, a nice bullish. Uh, it could correct. And that might not correct out of the bullish trend, but if it closes down below 369, it's uh, it's going to be in a downtrend as well. All right, let me see. There's a lot of stuff coming. Uh, the charts aren't changing. Huh? Looks like everything's updating. Everything looks fine. You can see you can see the uh, what chart are, do you see right now? You see the ES chart? Huh? It's not sure. Well, let me stop sharing and then I'll share again. So that way it'll refresh up. Okay, you see the cues, so Al sees it. Yeah, okay. Well, it looks like most people are seeing the thing. And can you see my cro my crosshair is the mouse? <clears throat> can you see my crosshair? Yeah, let me go ahead and stop the share, and then I'll reshare it again. Share this. All right, screen. Can you see it now? You see my crosshair moving? Okay. Okay, so I guess I'll have to go back over all that then. <laughs> I, I don't know. Sometimes technology is just beyond us. It's good now, so... All right, so back to let me just very quickly recap. Um, I'll go back to the IW. Use uh, <clears throat> we were looking at these these ranges here are my supply and demand. All right, this right here is the volume. The volume color shows red is telling me I have selling pressure. Green tells me I have buying pressure, and white is neutral or congestive, uh, equal buying and selling pressure. So you can see most of the chart you can see here has red. Uh, volume coming in, but then you see a period where you're you're getting a lot of mixed signals. But you now you're back into a period of of selling pressure coming into this move down. Power is definitely dropping; it's going lower, uh, and my trend on the daily is down. But the weekly chart shows nice buying pressure, uh, a neutral bar, um, and an increase in power and price. So this is uh, bullish. And it's a bullish on both power and volume uh, looking at trend direction. So it's a breakout of a 
consolidation range. You can see that on the monthly a little bit better where prices closed higher than the previous um, high pivot highs. Um, you've got increasing volume coming up into that break and increasing power. So that also is showing that there's a very good possibility of, of price coming back up into the 220 range or even uh, testing this region out in here for a month from a monthly perspective. The weekly confirms that the daily looks like it's just correcting back down, but we would expect it to push back into that area once it does its, its testing maybe to the 187 point, or maybe just even to where it's at right now, because you can see prior to that, let me expand this out a little more. There was some uh, support and resistance right in this area. Uh, you can see price coming down to this region here has some prior support and resistance here and here. So it could, it could stabilize here and then continue back on. But for now, you can see that the highest probability reversal point would be right here at the 187. Point. All right. Um, yeah, too many things have come through. I've lost the the ticker. So give me some more um, symbols that you want me to analyze here, and I'll be glad to that. Dell, okay. Oh, this looks very bullish. Um, see the big, huge gap? Probably a really a, a nice earnings report came out. Big gap coming up into that. Um, it broke from that and continued on a nice daily uptrend. You can see that the weekly trend has been in a nice uptrend since April. All right. Um, really strong move coming up and continuing and the monthly as well. So you've got a really good, strong base support. I'm not very happy with this declining volume coming up into new highs on lower power. So that's very divergent, but I'm getting um, high power on new highs on the monthly chart. So while this is giving me some weakness here, and this is giving me some weakness here, the monthly is still strong. Overall, um, this still looks like a good long-term hold, but ex expect uh, if this doesn't give us a high volume spike, um, i.e. an exhaustion move, um, you're, you would be looking for a nice volume spike like this. And it would be a green volume spike showing that all the buyers are pushing back out and exhausting. Uh, at a certain point, I would expect a either a high degree of sell or a large number of sellers start coming in following that. But right now, the volume is not showing this in as any type of exhaustion. So this is still very sustainable, but I would really like to see these bars turning green, showing that these are buyers that are supporting this. But Dell looks strong and it still looks bullish. From All right. Crocs looks a, a little bit over all over the place. It did uh, participate in the uh, Santa Claus rally that most of the market did. Enjoyed a nice bullish run. So from um, the November the 17th, um, it looks like that we did get, uh, we were able to get the uh, push from this point. Uh, about 91 would have been a buy point uh, off of that because it confirmed on the weekly chart. Um, it also confirmed with volume on the monthly chart. So this would have been a nice buy-in point, but um, you would have gotten back out at 98 if you followed the stops or at a close below the dots on red volume, that would also have been an indication of an exit. So a, a 91 uh, to a 101, that's at least 10, 10 bucks. Uh, so you got um, well over 10% on that potential move. So that was a nice uh, setup, but it continued back down into support. Where did it go? Right here in support. It almost made it all the way to our probability zone, uh, but didn't quite make it. And then um, today's rally is, is pretty large. Uh, perspective to the other one. So really large volume bar, 
uh, increasing volume coming into that and power is pushing itself back up. But you can see that the weakness is still there. There's nothing tradable at this point, except the weekly chart is uh, trending higher. Uh, the new high, uh, you got a low, high, higher low. Now we're waiting for it to come up and give us a new higher high to make that an established weekly um, uptrend. The monthly is in congestion. Uh, we have a low, we have a high, but it's a lower high. So we're in a longer term downtrend on the month. From that perspective, it's not looking solid on the long term, but on the short term, um, you got some volatility coming in and it's looking like it's trying to break out um, on the short term. NASDAQ. All right. So you want to look at the futures. So I'll look at the uh, March futures contract for the NASDAQ. March futures contract is the uh, the NQ um, H4. And so we're, we're looking at the bullish trend on the NASDAQ. We saw from the Russell, the IWM ETF is um, showing a very similar chart. We also looked at the S&P, but the, uh, the NASDAQ is a little bit more bullish in this case because um, it's uh, not quite into all-time highs, um, as you can see on the monthly chart, but it's coming very close to that uh, 17,541 area, which is, uh, would, would establish new all-time. You've got higher highs in price on the monthly, but you have equal highs in power. Um, that's not bullish. Here on the weekly chart, you're looking at establishing a new higher highs and higher lows. So that's an established uptrend, but power is showing divergence. So it's lower power. All right. So we're looking for this to uh, start finding a resting spot, possibly uh, consolidating in that, in that same range. Uh, also with this one here as well. So you're looking for that to be in a um, range uh, of 16.106 to 17.090 in that range. So that's what you're looking for on that is just a range bound trading, uh, but that's a fairly large range, but it's still a weekly and a daily uptrend with your monthly uptrend. So overall, you're still looking at a bullishness um, with some short-term consolidation. So watch, watch for this pullback to start giving you buying strength. If this buying volume starts to continue and build, I would expect it to break out and uh, Al wants to know if I can share some insight on intraday trading on the NASDAQ or the Russell. Uh, what would be my criteria for taking a trade? All right, let's uh, for, for me, it's simple. Um, I look for a, a trend. I look for confirming volume. And then I look for it all volume to support on the higher time frames. If I were to see that, then this would be a confirming entry point right there. You see how the trend dot turned green? How the volume supported that green move, how I've got power ranging and breaking into a greater than the previous power level, even at a lower price. So that's very good. It's divergent in direction. I've got buying volume supporting that move on my weekly chart. I also have buying volume supporting that on the monthly chart. So that's what I look for, for taking this a trade. What I look for, for the exits or for to take that trade is either, um, I don't have that on my chart, but I have uh, some levels that show, that tell me where to take three to one profit targets. So when anytime I get to a point where I'm at at three times the risk that I take into a trade, uh, which is established by the automatic trailing stop, then I exit a portion of my trade at a three to one, uh, a second portion of the trade usually at a five to one. Um, but um, I always use the automatic trailing stop to get me out of the final trade once I've, I've done that. So this right here, this one spike down into that range would have exited me from the trade. Now, in this case, I wouldn't have taken a short um, because number one, I don't have 
volume supporting that short move in the weekly or the monthly. And number two, um, I need to be able to see that volume strength um, continue. I did see some selling strength, but it's not continuing. I need to see that continue in my favor. So um, right now there's no buy, there's no sell on the NASDAQ, but that's how I would exactly take the trade. And that's the criteria that I use um, in order to take that trade. All right. Um, next, we got plenty of time. What do you want to look at? And I'm, I'm looking at these as longer term charts, but if you're interested in a much shorter term, uh, let me know that as well. I can pull up my, my shorter term stuff. Yeah. Um, if you check out uh, our website over on uh, mt4professional.com, um, we have a platform there um, that I showed you just a little bit earlier uh, using either MT4 or MT5, where I do the analysis on the S&P or the NASDAQ using either just this right here is just pure price action. I'm, I'm looking at price being greater than a moving average and it lets me know that. Or I can look at the configuration for a longer term term, which I like to look at the 15, 30 and one hour. So I'll load that uh, configuration up. And what it does is it, it shows me the same type of, of setups. So on the, the NASDAQ, for example, you can see the same type of a setup. This is a 15 minute chart coming in from today. And so you can see when, that, when, the, when the trend dot changed green, uh, it's at this point that I, can, that I look at establishing entry in that trade. I've got uh, an indicator here that looks at the longer time frame charts here and here. And so it tells me with these dots, it confirms that I have alignment with volume and trend on those higher ones. So this looks like a confirmed entry point as well. So if I were to take that trade at that point, then I can establish my trend. Uh, I look at a either a relative stop based upon my own risk parameters, or I can change this, this value to my trailing stop and then look for this three to one or five to one level. So what I would, in this particular case, I would look for the, the levels and instead of it, instead of the profit factor or the stop factor being set as a one-to-one uh, then I'm going to change this profit factor right here to a two. Okay, so two ATRs are going to be my set profit. So I'll set that up right like that. And then uh, I mean, see the crosshair. The crosshair is uh, linked to all the charts there. So you can see where it does it. So I'll just link it at that point there. So let me turn my, my levels back on again. There it is. So now this is a two uh, ATR level profit. So my stop will be set up based upon two ATRs of risk. And then each profit target then will be two ATRs profit. So at a three to one reward risk ratio, I would be taking my first profit target there, unless it zooms by it so much faster. But I would have a resting take profit pretty much right at this level um, before it ever gets to that point. And then uh, once it hits that, then I would have my stop moved to two levels below um, until it hits the next level, which is four. And then it would move my stop here to two levels below or the automatic trailing stop, whichever is closer. Here I hit level five, take a profit, move my stop to level three, or if this comes back up again, then I'll be at that point. So that's the idea behind the trade and how I would do the execution of the trades. So um, our website can be found at mt4professional.com. Let me type that in here for you. Uh, if you're interested in the software of what I'm demonstrating here on the screen, then there's a link uh, to a trial version of it. Uh, if you want to set it up, you can try it out for, for uh, 14 days, absolutely free. If you're looking at trading off of the uh, MT4 or MT5 platform, um, 
Different brokerages allow you to use stocks, um, different uh, things. These are e CFDs of the um, S&P, NASDAQ, the Russell, uh, the Dow. So those are, um, for me, the analysis I use uh, close enough for me to do the actual trade and to do the analysis. So looking at the trade, using the scanner to find the, the proper setup, um, then going over either to my Thinkorswim or my NinjaTrader platform, I can execute the trades um, in real time on my mobile devices. If I'm trading stocks, um, if I'm trading um, CFDs or futures or um, crypto, or Forex, then I just trade it right there on the uh, MT4 platform through my broker. So if you're looking at volume price analysis, you're looking for volume to give you the heads up that something is happening. You're looking for price action to fail previous lows. So when price comes to this level and fails to create a new low, that is called price action failure. You know that it, it has to continue to move in that direction if it's going to continue on that trend. If it doesn't, that shows there's a failure of price to do that. The probability is that price is going to go in the opposite direction. So once you see a trend line broken, then that's when you start to see the new trend forming. Then you have the higher high, the new higher low, there's your trend, and then you're, you're off to the races. So that's what you're looking for. So once you become a student of, of volume, and price, then trading just simplifies itself. And really, uh, the analysis just falls right in. Uh, five minute on the ES. All right. So let me go over to this race here. All right. Here is the mini or micro ES. All right. On the three minute, uh, I use a three minute and then the triple that gives me a nine minute. Uh, got a 27 and 81. So that gives me really nice harmonic uh, values to look at. So harmonics are where the market likes to to show itself. It's like like its underbelly. So you kind of look at the harmonics to see what uh, what's moving and where it goes. And this is just a simple fifty period uh, moving average. So so that helps me to see the uh, the range. This right here is the volume weighted average price for that current instrument. So price usually will come down to the fifty em uh, fifty um, SMA or um, it'll come down to the uh, the VWAP. So these are always always going to be really nice support levels that you keep. Uh, again, if you see the breakout, uh, this is right after the market opened and it came and gave a, grill, a really nice trend entry point, then you, you establish your levels or your numbers that you're looking at and take your, your trade based upon those same levels. I think this is a, just a, a one and a half ATR uh, levels. So um, let me look at that and see. Um, yeah, it's a one and a half. So if I expanded that out to a two, which is more in line with where we are right now, um, then uh, put that same point on, then I have a much better range. I like to set my stop to be about halfway between the trailing stop and the current entry point. So the entry point is the close of the current bar or anywhere basically on the this bar right here is where I would enter the trade. So this is my trigger bar and this is my, so I like to target a three to one as my first profit target, uh, depending upon how choppy the market is or what I expect from the markets in my pre-market analysis, I might might take two to one as my, um, so that helps me to make sure that uh, whatever risk I have in that trade is going to give me back uh, that return. And I can take losses, which I always do, uh, but uh, I take the losses with as a one to one. So a two to one or a three to one just guarantees by the end of the day, I'm always going to be profitable.
Uh, odd number time frames is just to stay off of the beaten trail. Everybody uses a five minute and a 10 minute. Uh, so, you know, 15 minutes, you know, those are become, go between odd and even. They're kind of uh, harmonic in that they're doubling, uh, but tripling gives us gives nice uh, ranges because this is very close to a 90. This is close to a 30, you know, so um, close to a 10. Uh, three minute is just a really nice chart. And I've always enjoyed trading off the three minute chart. But the uh, five, there's nothing wrong with trading off the five minute chart. Um, not a problem at all. If you like simple charts, then you know you can always um, trade different time frames. But looking at the analysis, a one minute will tell you what's coming. Here you can see from a one minute perspective, a corrective move back down to support and then starting to come back up again, showing you that this trend could be continuing and moving in your direction. So what do I mean by volume weighted average price? Uh, it's an indicator that uh, that comes either with the, the platform or it's looking at the overall volume weighted uh, by price. And uh, and it's a, it's being displayed to show you where the daily average volume level is located. That's all. It's a really nice uh, image of support. And it, it you can see that as price comes to that level, notice how well um, that did. So when you're trading below VWAP, it's red. And so you can see it comes back up to that, respects the, the volume level. And then when it breaks it, uh, the line turns green and then it comes back down again, breaks it, tests it, and then uh, stays above it. So it's a really nice uh, indication to do. You should be able to look on that. You can Google VWAP, volume weighted average price, and it'll tell you what the actual equation is for calculating that if you had to uh, code. Mm. Yeah, thank you, David. I just I see that you uh, you did that. Huh? All right, uh, next question. We got plenty of time. Fast time frame or slow time frame? Looks like you guys are pretty much uh, stock or yeah, futures centric. Um, yeah, that's what we're on right now. The MES is just the micro ES. It's you're going to get the same price, uh, but I'll show you what the uh, the ES uh, will be the same same chart. A little bit difference in numbers because the volumes. Oh, I don't have this. Is a green. Let me pull that to green here. There's the ES. So ES, the MES, you see the exact same setup, same entry points. 933 entry point, put your levels on. We hit a level three first and then a level four. So it's the charts the same. You're looking at the same point. Looking at the overall longer term, which is looking at an 81 uh, minute. I, you know, you can pull up a 60 minute if you prefer the 60 better. Uh, but the 81 chart um, gives me a nice harmonic based upon my um, three, uh, nine, 27 charts, um, up into overhead resistance. Uh, so I'm expecting this to start giving me, uh, some pause or some range bound price action until I hit a 47.71. Yeah. This, this, uh, chart right here also is a roadkill. I call it a roadkill because what it's showing me, uh, are historic, uh, future, uh, I mean, the higher time frame trend and volume. So if I were to look at this particular indicator, this particular roadkill is showing me that uh, based upon the three minute chart, I'm looking at a six minute trend and I'm looking at a six minute volume, but I've got it displayed on my three minute chart. So this six minute will, will show me an alignment at that point. This roadkill trend, all right, is based upon a 12 minute. So I doubled the current time frame and I doubled it as well, showing this chart. Uh, the higher time frame charts I trade off of are tripled, nine minute and twelve. Uh, the trend and stops I always have them set to normal, 
Uh, is QQQ buy on a daily chart? Well, yeah, let's take a look. We'll switch back over to stuff. Uh, based upon the NASDAQ right now, um, long term, it is already in a buy structure. Uh, the buy came uh, in November. We got another uh, continuation move, which this was an overall longer trend. So we came into consolidation, then broke. So this right here would have been your secondary buy point right there at 16.4. So that's the NASDAQ, but let's pull the queue up since you're specifically interested in queues. It should give you a very similar profile, uh, just a little bit different. So you can see the, the initial entry, uh, you can see the consolidation and then the re-entry point either here or here based upon what you see from that point. This would be a safer bet because it's a close above the previous high. So this is a, this is a range trade. You can, you can draw a trend line down until you see it break. And so this one would have been the first one you could take, but notice it's a white trend dot. So I would not take a trade on white trend dot, but I would take a trade on a green one. And I've got green volume supporting it. My uh, power is rising. And I also have a real nice uh, support off of the weekly and the weekly. So this then would be the new, the new tra trade. Price came back up, closed back below that exited the trade. So there is no, for me, there is no trade buy setup on the daily chart for the key. This looks like it's pushing up, but it, it's not a buy signal. It's going to be a while before you get a, before I get a buy signal on the queues, because here's my automatic trailing stop right here. If I were to have taken a short here, it's pulling back on me, putting me in lots of pain right now. And this would be my pain threshold. Um, it's got to break that before I get a buy signal on the daily chart. So no, that's a nice, easy analysis. I, I wouldn't even question buying the NASDAQ right now. Now, if, 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 if you want to ignore uh, whatever your trading rules are, you can look at that. Um, but if you, if you look at a trend, for example, um, just do a, uh, a line from here, right? Uh, you're, you're putting it at the tops of, uh, of each of the ones as it comes down. So right here, yeah, that's that's better. So you notice how it's uh, it's connecting to the highs of the, of the bars, and then as it continues down, it's got to come back up and break that downtrend line. We haven't even gotten that far in the trend in order to break it. Yet. So that's not a that's not a buy in my book, and I wouldn't get go close to that yet. I think you're just setting yourself up for a pullback and a potential continuation down to support, which would be a a sell move, not buy. Does the trial version same setup as you are showing? The uh, the uh, the trial gives you the platform, and then you can code the platform uh, using these configuration rules. Um, these configuration rules are quite simple. Um, so if you if you look at the rules themselves, then uh, it's it's real easy to to set it up because it's just simple indicators uh, on and off. So let's for example the trend and stops indicator. You just simply load the indicator here, the trend and stops. You set the conditions. And if the trend and stops indicator triggers as a green trend dot, then that's what greater than zero is. On the first first line indicator, if it turns itself on, that's it's going to be greater than zero. So that's bullish. If that trend second line, which the output of the trend and indicator, the second output is the bearish indication, and the third output of that indicator right here is my neutral or um, consolidation position. So any one of these comes set up, then it'll trigger off of that. If you take the trial version, uh, you come to my training class, 
um, I can send you copies of these uh, if you have the Hawkeye software. If you don't have the Hawkeye software, then these won't work on your computer. These are set up because I I uh, used to own Hawkeye. So <clears throat> I have all the software. So the trial gives you the, the platform that you see here. Uh, the way to configure it. And it also comes with the presets. So you can see all of these presets here um, are ways that, that you can look at the analysis. Uh, EMA and price is by far my favorite. However, um, I have the the Hawkeye ones coded up because I prefer to use. And if you are a Hawkeye user yourself, then I can share any of these with you because the nice thing about the platform is that it has a share feature right here. If I click on that share feature, I can share it with any other pe person on the platform uh, in real time. So everybody stays on the same page at the same time and everybody can get going. It's a great way to, to get it and get it moving. And so what the scanner here is showing me is that on this column, this is my 15 minute column. I have a 30 minute column and a 60 minute corresponding to my 15, 30 and 60 minute chart. Each one of these boxes in the 15 minute column is showing me the trend, the volume, and the momentum of that particular trade. So the trend color, the momentum, and the volume colors are going to be displayed right here on this part. When they're all the same color, like you see here, Bitcoin Cash is showing us a green, green, green. So if I were to click on that, then you'll be able to see that the trend dot is green, the momentum is green, the volume is green. So that's green on my 15. If I go to my 30-minute chart, then you'll see the same thing, green, green. And then on the uh, hourly chart, you've got green, green, and green. So this is showing you that I'm green across the board, but anytime I start to see some weakness, like you see here on the pound Canadian, uh, then you can see that there's volume is starting to show some weakness coming in off the 15-minute chart. And it's also con congested on the 30-minute chart. I'm only looking at volume and momentum on my 30 minute and I'm only looking at volume on my 60 minute. I don't care about the trend. I don't care about the uh, heat map on the longer time frame. I'm just only looking for a uh, volume confirmation. And that's the uh, method that I um, have had great success on, on for, for well over 10 years now. So, all right, it's got quiet out here. I don't see any more analysis uh, coming up on the charts. Anybody else uh, have something they want me to, to take a look at? Any Bitcoin or uh, oil, gold or silver? I say I've got all those listed here to trigger and to show me that, uh, but I can tr I can pull it up over here on NinjaTrader as well. All right, um, here's gold. Uh, it's on the February contract. All right, Tim, here's the uh, daily, weekly, and monthly charts for gold. Uh, this is a February current contract, the current price. You can see that it's uh, currently consolidating and it's range bound here between uh, 2100 and 2000. So you got a $100 range that is kind of bouncing between on the daily. You can see it confirmed on the weekly. We have a high that we pegged out on. It came back down and established a new low, but then it, it failed to high. So you're looking for it to correct, but it is on an upward trend. So the weekly trend is, is bullish. Uh, you have a daily trend, which is bullish. See, it's, a, it's green, white, green, white. It's gone into white trend, which is consolidation, but um, it's heavily weighted to the downside. But I'm not getting a an increasing power move. So so this is showing me it can probably stay in this consolidation in this uh, choppy area um, for the long. And we're um, also bullish monthly. So 
we're we're in a bullish trend on gold, but right now it doesn't look like it's going to go anywhere anytime soon. Okay, Apple. Everybody's worried about Apple. Well, I own a, a very large uh, stake in Apple, and he let you guys know that. So I've I've weighed it, and I also um, cushion it with uh, options. So I've got uh, some nice put options on Apple, right about uh, one ninety five area. So um, so that's that's healthy for me right now since it's trading between one eighty and one eighty three. <clears throat> it's quite in the money, but it's uh, part it does it just protects my downside so I can sleep better at night. Uh, I'm still expecting Apple to continue to go monthly. It's still in a nice bull run. Okay. Weekly, I'm in a bull run. It's corrected back down to support, which is fine. Uh, my puts are in place. And uh, on the daily chart, you can see that it has corrected out of my range. So if I were trading this based upon the daily chart, I would have exited this trade already. Okay, the big close down when they announced uh, the um, the ban on the iPhone, the iWatches in China and so forth. It, that, that, that was a pretty big cut. But um, after I started seeing volume starting to come back in, that's when I, I put the 195s on. So 195 it was my threshold. I paid a nice penny for them, but that's okay because it's insurance and they're quite in the money right now. And so it's it's healthy to have that as a downside protection um, if you're on a stock that you want to hold. And for me, I'm uh, I'm a holder uh, of Apple. Where is my buy point? Well, if I were to look at this particular chart based upon the daily, then um, I would take chart and I would put the range right there. You can see the nice trend range. I need to see green volume and I need to see price action close higher than that trend. Showing that that downtrend corrective move was broken. Uh, and then that it will return in the direction of the longer term trend, which is what we have established over here on the weekly. So daily break of trend with the weekly direction is good for buy point. So that would put us based upon where it's coming from uh, one in the, you know, above 185, 187, closing the gap potentially back up to 195, 193 uh, would be the target. But it, it's already established a new uh, resistance area. So it could easily come back up to this level, fail, can, and then continue back down to the 177 range because it can still go all the way back down here and, and still be within a normal parameters. So 165 area, you can see that on the weekly as well. So a trend line here, break, here's your parallel line right to that level. So that's the, uh, this is the safe retracement level. If it goes below that, it's not safe anymore <laughs> for Apple. Ah, PHM, Pulte Home. I do have about uh, five, four, four or five more minutes to go. So um, this is this will be close to the last ones that we're looking at for doing that. And then sure, I'll look. At, I'll take a look at oil. It's still loading right now. Notice that my mouse is disappearing on that chart. So something's not right with that that chart setup. Let me see if I can get off to another one. It's not liking that one. Go to American Express. Okay. It's still not liking it. And notice my mouse is just, there it goes. No, it's still not. So I've got a problem with that chart. I may have to re redo it. Let me go back to these intraday. I usually have these things set up just for futures, but I'll, I'll throw a stock in there just to see what it does. It's, it may take a little bit to download it. It's all based on the, the broker. It's just not pulling the data for some reason. All right, well, I'm going to pull up crude oil then. Here's the uh, crude oil futures. It's currently on the February contract. 
looking at the 3, 6, 3, 12, looking at 3 minute, 9 minute, 27 minute, a really strong down move. Once we broke down through the uh, 50 SMA, came down, held, came back up again, could not create a new high, broke. And then this right here was the uh, the trigger for the buy point to the south. All right. So you could, you could have easily seen that also in your three minute or um, your six minute charts, that same point right there. Uh, was the trigger uh, for the entry south. If you're looking at trading that to the short side, um, then um, that was the move to to get to get in. So you're looking at about 72, 20 in that range. So that's that's two dollars on oil. So if you're trading, if you're trader of, of crude oil futures, that's two grand that you're looking at. So you're looking at a really nice uh, setup. Well, this uh, EMA is a 50 SMA. It's not an EMA. It's just a 50. A 50 period simple moving average, 50 period simple SMA. It's it's a it's a very stable um uh line for support and resistance. Yeah, I mean it'll go through it. Um it but you it just like any other support or resistance line, always consider it to be like a rubber band. It's gonna have a little bit of give, it's gonna have a little bit of take, but it's always going to give you very nice, secure areas of support that once broken um give you really nice directional. All right. I'm out of time today, guys. Thank you very much for all of your questions, your time and attention. If you have other questions about me, uh, my analysis or the software that I support in the platform, you can always contact us at support at empty4professional.com.